Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, Fitness Management and Consulting, and welcome to our channel today. It's good to have you. Appreciate you being here. And welcome back to all of our subscribers. It's great to have you. And if you're new to the channel, uh, if you're finding us for that very first time, uh, welcome. It's good to have you as well. Uh, please uh, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, consider becoming a member of the channel, and then to learn more about me, learn more about my company and how we can help take your business to that next level and how I can help you save money uh, in the process, you know, check out those links below. Now, with that said, our topic for you today, it's 10 changes you can implement immediately to improve your gym business. 10 changes you can implement that will dramatically improve your gym business, okay? And so really no matter where you're at in the industry, no matter what your role is, look at these 10 things, ask yourself, hey, how can I implement this, you know, uh, to improve what I do, you know, with my company and certainly with the industry, all right? So with that said, let's start off with number one. And, and number one on my list is give back. You know, give back. You know, one of the things that I would suggest is, you know, get involved with local charities. You know, this is a great way to network. This is a great way to get known. This is a great way to build your brand. And even when you start giving back, you know, this can easily be, easily be incorporated into other things. I mean, just what if that you got with the American Red Cross and you decided to do a blood drive at your gym and you're going to market and promote this. You're going to promote it on social media. You're going to have a press release. Uh, members are going to bring their friends in. How many people could you get in your gym that ordinarily would never come in if you did a blood drive? Okay. You're giving back. It's good. Okay. And there's other things you can do as well, but you can also incorporate this. You can leverage this, you know, into some marketing as well. But the, the big message here is let's get in the habit of giving back to our community. Let's just don't take and take and take and take and take and take. What can we do, you know, to improve our community? Um, number two, you know, practice physical activity. Okay. And this is always a funny one, I think, to bring up a little bit because we're in the fitness industry and we have to talk about, you know, practicing physical activity. But, you know, it's, it's interesting how, you know, we get um, so focused or we get even get off track that we lose sight of why we got into the business to begin with. You know, we love to work out. We love going for a run. We love taking the class. We love doing all these things practice all that. You know, one of the things I like to do, you know, when folks kind of get into that rut or they get away from it, or maybe they're really not big into it, is I like to see everybody use every piece of equipment in the gym. I like to see them take every class, offer, you know, participate in every service that we have, you know, get involved in the business, but practice physical activity, stay active, stay fit. You want to remember and know how good this feels. I mean, I can recall a time back when I was in membership sales and a lot of you that have heard my story, you know, know that I really struggled and then I became good at it. And, um, and I was good at this point and, but I wasn't as crisp as I was. Okay. I was still getting the job done and still doing very well. It just wasn't quite as crisp and as smooth. And I'll never forget a manager came out to me and he goes, Jim, when's the last time you really grabbed a good workout? And I don't know, it's probably been a couple weeks. And he goes, look, you know, grab your stuff, go grab a workout and just be ready to go by the evening rush. Well, okay. I'll take you up on that. And so I went and grabbed a workout 
and um, I remember I was done, and I was—I think I was sitting in the sauna, and the sauna kind of overlooked a whole workout area. And I remember sitting there thinking, "Wow, this really does feel good. This really does feel good." And it changed my whole approach to how I was selling, because now I was rejuvenated. I was more sold than ever because it become too much about the sale, not enough about man. This is good. Man, this is great. And so, you know, promote physical activity, stay active, work out, okay? Uh, number three, get some coaching. You know, no matter who you are, don't go it alone. You know, use this channel. Channels, this channel is absolutely free. You know, we probably have, I don't know, 1,100 videos, you know, as we speak here um, on the channel. Lion's share of them are how-tos, okay? Get some coaching, okay? How do you do this? You know, what are best practices, okay? Uh, no matter where you're at in the organization, get help. You know, check out our links below. Uh, you know, happy to chat with you uh, on a coaching session if you want to talk about how we can help you, you know, take your business to that next level. Because you want to shorten a learning curve, okay? That's what we want to do. We want to shorten a learning curve and maximize profitability. That's the idea. Get coaching. Don't go it alone. It is maybe the biggest mistake that new operators make and it's a mistake that many do if you look at um, just look at most ceos of public companies i mean they all have advisors or coaches or consultants or someone helping them you know even at the sports level you see it you know frequently uh number four on uh, on changes that you can implement to improve business dramatically number four be willing to do what it takes now, we're talking being honest and we're talking being ethical, right? Okay, I hope that goes without saying. But be willing to do what it takes. Be willing to do what it takes. Do not make success optional. You know, one of my favorite stories, is, again, is about me. When I first started, uh, I got promoted to manager. And I think my first month was the month of December. And I didn't know up from down when it came to how to manage. I was doing well in sales, but that was about it. Anyway, I become manager, and um, they had they had four clubs. This company had four clubs, and they had a manager's contest. And whoever won hit the most numbers. They were going to get, I think, a five hundred dollar bonus, and they were uh, going to get an award and recognition at a you know big meeting you know to kick off the new year. And I wanted to win. Why wouldn't I? Okay, and um, and so working it, working it, working it, and it's the last day of the month. Well, last day of the month happens to be New Year's Eve, and um, I was one sale away from winning it. I was going to get the bonus. I was going to get the plaque. I was going to get the recognition. I win. That's what I wanted, okay? And I was determined to get it. And, of course, all other clubs had closed, and everybody was done. And I stayed there. I was making phone calls, you know, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. I'm making phone calls. I need one more sale. I was calling everybody I know saying, I need one more person. And lo and behold, I get a phone call. They say, Jim, I've got someone for you. They want to join. The only thing is you have to go over to their apartment and get it. It's fine. So I grabbed all my stuff, went over there, signed them up, got it. Deal done. I won. I was willing to do what it took. I was willing to do what it took. Okay, that's the mindset you want. Be willing to do what it takes. Uh, number five, love what you do. Love what you do. Hopefully that's why you got into this to begin with, right? 
I mean, I know from my standpoint, I think this is the greatest product on the world. In the world, there's not one single person that cannot benefit from this. Not one single person that cannot benefit from what you provide. Okay, we want to love what we do, and I think there's some things that come into play here. Number one, you know, protect your most valuable asset. You are you getting enough rest? Are you eating right? Are you getting coaching? Are you learning more? Are you putting yourself in a position to succeed? That can sure help that love go a long ways. Okay, so you know, make sure we're protecting our most valuable asset. The other thing, you know, and this is a, a definition that I give to management, is we want to create an atmosphere that allows a motivated person to act. We want to create an atmosphere that allows a motivated person to act, including us. We want to put us put ourselves and others in situations to succeed. And to me, these are things that can help you love what you do. I've seen plenty of folks that really deep down love it, but they, they've created this environment that's just kind of toxic. So let's make sure we create this situation that allows us to really you know, love what we do. Uh, number six, keep a journal. We do it in sports all the time, right? You know, keep a journal. These are things that I talk about at every single meeting. We start every single meeting off this way. What worked well and what didn't? What worked well and what didn't? And even we use these on daily productivity reports. You can you know search the channel here for a daily productivity report where I talk about how to do that. And part of that is what worked well, what didn't. We analyze at the close of business every day. But keep a journal. What worked well today? Write it out. And there's a lot, you know, don't ever say nothing, something worked. What didn't work well? And part of the big reason we do this, because if it worked well, guess what? We want to keep doing it. If it didn't work well, let's make sure we fix it. Because you're going to have things that don't work well. Let's just don't make sure it continues on and on and on. Let's make sure we get it fixed and we move on. Okay. Uh, so that's a great reason to do it. I, I go into clubs all the time when we're doing the turnaround and I'll ask them, well, what was the best month you ever had? Well, it was this month. Okay, great. What were you doing then? Oh, we were doing this, this, and this. Okay, great. Any reason we can't do some of those things now? No, we can do all that. I'm not real sure why we got away from it. Well, most likely the reason you got away from it is you weren't writing it down. Okay, keep a journal. Keep a journal. Number seven, improve your email list. Make sure you're growing your email list. You know, email lists are one of the best ways to sell. Okay, it's a great way to pivot, great way to stay in front of folks. This is a click of a button and, you know, thousands of people, you know, get your message. And so improve your email list. And the two th a couple things that I would talk about here. Number one, when people go to your website and they complete your submit information form, make sure that auto-populates your email list. That way you don't have to go remember to go back and do it. So anyone who completes your submit information form, it auto-populates your email list. It's one great way. That way nothing, nothing's going to slip through the cracks. Okay. Number two, you know, create some landing pages. They're easy and inexpensive. Okay. You know, you can offer a white paper or some kind of report that you wrote on maybe how to lose weight, how to keep it off, uh, how to do these things. Get that free report, you know, complete, uh, complete this information, you know, name and email, and then it auto populates into your email database. It's a great ways to do it. You know, you can go to every business in the shopping center where your gym is, collect business cards, 
let them know that, hey, this is how we stay in touch with our customers. If it's okay with you, we're going to put you on our email list. You know, collect a business card from, you know, 50 businesses. You know, collect 10 a day. But be building and improving that email list. It's a great way to really make an impact really quick if we're doing that right. Um, Number eight, learn to listen. You know, learn to listen. And if you're on the phone with somebody, phone inquiry, don't be going through your phone, you know, checking messages, okay? If you're sitting here talking to somebody, you're, you're talking about the club, don't keep getting distracted by what's going on around you, okay? Stay focused. You're taking a tour. You know, this is the only person you're talking to, you know? And one of the great ways uh, to do that, I think, sometimes is get in the habit of taking notes, okay? Don't find yourself multitasking when you're talking to somebody else. Learn to listen, okay? At that moment in time, this is the most important person uh, in the world. Um, Number nine, you know, clean your mind, okay? Clear your mind, you know, get get it clear, okay? What we want to do is we want to be, we want to be positive. We want to be focused on solutions. In a manner of speaking, we want to be able to make quick decisions, Okay, but let's keep our mind clear. You know, let's stay away from toxic people. You know, if there's people around you that are telling you no, telling you, telling you you can't do something, turn and run and run fast. Okay, you know, we, we want that clear mindset. Okay, where we're looking for solutions, we're looking for opportunities. Okay, we're able to be decisive. Okay, but we want to create that right kind of atmosphere. And then number 10, you know, always be looking at the details. Always be looking at the details. Have a clear purpose here. You know, what is the purpose? You know, my, my purpose here, I want to help you shorten the learning curve. And I want to help you maximize bottom line profitability. That's my purpose. And constantly looking at the details on how do we do that. Okay. And we want to do the same. Hey, we're trying to help our clients get what? maximum results in the shortest time possible, the safest way possible, in the most fun atmosphere possible. Okay. You know, that's our purpose perhaps. Okay. How are we going about doing that? What are the details? You know, it's really easy to get off course on some of this. You know, a lot of times when I talk to folks, we're trying to help them define, you know, the importance of kind of staying on course and we'll like do a straight line. We'll use this pin here as a straight line and say down here at the bottom, say we get off just a little bit, not a lot, but all of a sudden now we're going a different direction. But initially we're not too far off, but the further out we go, we're further away. Okay, so we want to make sure we're staying on course here with, hey, what is our purpose? You know, what is our why? Why is this important to us? Okay, why are you doing this? Okay, you know, why are you doing it? And don't make it just about the money, because the thing about money, no matter who you are, you're never going to have enough. Okay, Uh, that's just kind of how that goes, I think. Uh, But why is it important? What's your purpose on this? You know, and really look at the details, you know, kind of leading up to that. So 10 changes that you can implement to improve your gym business dramatically. You know, take a look at each one of these. Which ones are we doing? Which ones are we doing well? Where can we use some help? Go to work on it. Folks, my name is Jim Thomas. My company is Fitness Management and Consulting. 
Appreciate you being here at the channel today. If you've not yet done so, please subscribe. Please hit the like button. Consider becoming a member. And again, to learn more about me, learn more about my company and how we can take your business to that next level, please check out those links below. And we look forward to seeing you all on that next video.